Hey guys, it's Dr. Childs here, and today I want to talk to you about thyroid problems and eyebrow hair loss. So I know it may not seem like a, a really big deal, but it actually is, especially if it's happening to you. And so we're going to talk about that. I'm going to talk to you about, I think I have six things, yeah, six, six uh, categories that we're going to talk about, things that you can do which will help your eyebrows grow back if you have hypothyroidism or any thyroid problem, by the way, um, and you're, you are noticing specifically eyebrow hair loss. So let's talk about that. Now, first of all, let me say something real quick. So you can absolutely grow back your eyebrows, but I will say it's kind of a difficult thing. And the reason for that is this. Your eyebrows are technically one of the last things that your body, let's put it this way, they're the, usually one of the first signs that your thyroid is out of trouble or is in trouble. And they're usually the last thing to get better as you're treating your thyroid. So it's kind of it's kind of tricky in that way. Because think about it, your eyebrows, while they're aesthetically important to how you look and so on, um, they're not as important as your heart rate and your blood pressure and your cholesterol and things like that, right? At least from the perspective of your body. Now, you may think otherwise, but your body is the one, you know, conserving all of those, um, the, the cellular um, effects and energy and so on. Um, so, you know, again, I, I do think it's important cosmetically and, and for self-confidence and things like that. Um, but just realize that they're difficult to grow back because it's the last thing that your body kind of fixes as you improve your thyroid. So specifically when we talk, I have this image here to explain what we're looking at. Now, um, eyebrow hair loss tends to be, uh, it tends to focus in the outer one third of the eyebrow or in this sort of tail-like area here. So what you'll see a lot of patients is that it might be sparse throughout, um, but it's especially sparse or non-existent in this area. And I think it's a very sensitive marker. Well, I, I should say I that's not just something that I made up. Let me put it that way. There's lots of studies which also show this, that, that um, you know, uh, a reduction in hair in the um, lateral one-third aspect of the eyebrow is a very sensitive marker for hypothyroidism. And it's an early sign. It's one that you can spot um, relatively quickly. So if you break your eyebrow up, again, it's in this last third. Just to let you know, if you have hair loss throughout, it, it, you know, your thyroid could be um, contributing to it, but it may not be the only cause. All right, so let's talk about things that you can do to grow your eyebrows back. Number one I put on here is take thyroid medication, but only if necessary. Not everyone needs to. The problem here is that a lot of people who should be on thyroid medication are not on thyroid medication, and that promotes a big problem for those people because it, it just doesn't matter if you're not if your body if your thyroid is you know malfunctioning for whatever reason. It could be inflammation, it could be auto, autoimmune disease, or it could be a lack of nutrients. It doesn't matter if your body's not producing enough thyroid hormone, you're not going to be able to grow your eyebrow hair hair back or the the hair on your head. It needs that thyroid hormone to stimulate the hair follicles. So it need that needs to occur. So in a lot of people, that means you may need to take some thyroid medication, and in others, it may mean that you need to take more, which is our number two. Ensure that your thyroid medication is actually working. So number one, get on it if you need to. Number two, make sure that you're taking not only the right type of thyroid medication, but make sure that it's actually working. And the way that you can assess that is by looking specifically at your free T3, your total T3, and your reverse T3. So these thyroid lab tests, which are, are thyroid, I'm not sure if I said that correctly, but thyroid lab tests, they're not commonly ordered by conventional doctors. They may only order the TSH and maybe your free T4, but you need a more complete panel to understand what's happening to the free thyroid hormones. Why? Because these are the hormones that are interacting with your hair follicles. Okay, they matter the most. So even if your TSH is normal, if your free T3 and free T4, free T3 and total T3 are low, then you know that the active amount of thyroid or the active type of thyroid hormone is not getting to where it needs to go, and it's not going to enact the change that you want it to. In this case, growing and interacting with your hair follicles. So make sure that you are taking, or make sure that it's working sufficiently, and you can do that by ordering the right test. So free T3, total T3, reverse T3 are the are the three that you. You want to focus on free T4 may be helpful, but you want to focus on those specifically. 
If this is sounding confusing, don't let it be. I have tons of videos which go into those topics of how to look at your free T3 and your total T3, how to look at reverse T3 and what these all mean. It's not as complex as it sounds. It might sound that way if you're just hearing this for the first time, but it really isn't that confusing. Number three, you may want to consider taking hair regrowth supplements. And the reason I point this out is because they work for both your hair and your eyebrows. Okay, so generally what you'll see is if you take them for your hair, you might also notice some eyebrow hair growth, but you know, it just sort of depends on what you're more sensitive to. Some women are more interested in the hair on their head growing back as opposed to their eyebrows because you know there are there are tricks that you can kind of do to um, you know cosmetically improve the the look and, and feel of your eyebrows such as tattoos and and, um, and other things right makeup and so on um, I don't I don't know them all intimately but I, but so in some women it's not as concerning as hair on the top of your head because that's more difficult to to sort of deal with um, the supplements I'm talking about here are specifically biotin, silicon, and choline. I think these are the three best hair um, growth supplements simply because they promote the natural support of, of proteins, um, which help your hair follicles grow, so like elastin and so on, um, so, and collagen, etc. So I think that those are the best supplements to use. I put them in my thyroid hair regrowth complex for that reason, and I, I think it works uh, fantastically well. Um, and so if you're considering taking hair regrowth supplements, I'd recommend you find one that has those ingredients specifically. If you just get a run-of-the-mill hair supplement, it may not have those things, which is why you'll get variable results. But especially for the thyroid, focus on those. Number four, you can consider taking thyroid-enhancing supplements. Okay, so we just talked about thyroid or thyroid, or sorry, not thyroid. We talked about hair regrowth supplements. Here I'm talking about thyroid enhancing supplements, and this is pretty straightforward. Um, the logic here is, well, if you can't, um, if you're not on the right type of thyroid medication, you can perhaps take some supplements to augment the natural production of thyroid hormone. This is especially helpful for those people who have talked to their doctor, their doctor's unwilling to work with them, or it doesn't want to change their medication, or whatever the reason is. There's a lot of reasons you might not be able to get your medication or be on the right dose. Um, if you fit into that category, what you can do, though, and you is you can take certain supplements which may promote the natural production of thyroid hormone for all the reasons that we talked about before. Now, if you choose to do that, um, I would say supplements which contain, well, there shouldn't be two vitamin A's here, but at least one. So vitamin A, vitamin D, B vitamin, zinc, and selenium, those are all um, helpful in, in terms of producing thyroid hormone, but they're also helpful, and some of those nutrients, especially zinc and selenium, are required for hair growth as well. And then specifically, if you know that your problem is related to the you know uh, um, conversion issues, such as converting T4 to T3, then supplements such as zinc, selenium, and potentially guggle, those can help your body naturally convert T4 to T3, which may help um, with your thyroid production naturally. So um, you can look into that. Number five is to look at your iron and your ferritin. So your this is a this is probably in my opinion one of the biggest causes of um, hair loss on the head, but it also is relevant to um, eyebrow hair loss because ferritin is important for thyroid function. Um, so what what I see happen a lot of time, or if you just poke around and talk to other women, I mean you'll you'll probably hear the same story. But a lot of women they get on. Uh, prenatal vitamins, right? And these contain usually iron inside of the, or in them with built within it. And they're like, oh my gosh, the prenatals helped my hair grow. It wasn't the prenatal, it was actually the iron. And the reason for that is usually you were, you know, had a mild amount of iron deficiency or low ferritin to begin with. So this is more of just like a, uh, number five is just sort of like a, hey, just be aware that this is a big deal. And it's pretty easy to check. Like this is probably the easiest thing of all the things that we've talked about. All you do is order your ferritin and make sure it's at least 60 um, nanograms per milliliter. That That's it. So, so just look at it. And so this patient, you can't really see real well, but this is very, very classic. This person has a ferritin of nine. The range is 10 to 154. So instead of, you know, if yours is 30, you want it to be higher. I, I would say somewhere around 50 to 60, probably, probably greater than 60, just to be sure.
pretty easy one, easy one, but that's worth talking about as well. Um, the last one is number six, consider switching thyroid medications. So if you're not, you know, using, um, if you're not on the right type of thyroid medication, well, that's number one. But number two, you have to understand that some thyroid medications, um, for various reasons, can actually exacerbate hair loss, which is a big deal. So sometimes the medication that you're taking itself, such as level thyroxine or synthroid, that can be contributing to your eyebrow hair loss or hair on, you know, hair on the top of your head hair loss. Um, it, the medicine itself can do that. Um, it could also be the fact that you're just not taking enough of the medication, which we talked about previously. And on the flip side, it could also be that you're taking too much. So I know this may seem kind of confusing. It really isn't. The, basically, what I'm saying here is you need to be on the right medication for your body and consider it a Goldilocks sort of dosage. Um, if it's not enough, it's going to be a problem. If it's too much, it's going to be a problem. Um, and so you got to think about it in that way. So if you follow the advice and the recommendations, what I, I said previously about optimizing that free T3 and free T4, that should be sufficient. But don't think just that you're on the right, just that you're on a thyroid medication and that your TSH and free T3 and total T3 are optimized. It may be that you need, you mean, you need that dose, but you need it of a different class of medication. Okay. So consider that. And then lastly, what I say here is, um, remember a, um, Thyroid issues or hypothyroidism is, is not the only cause of eyebrow hair loss. There are many others as well. So how many do I have here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different ones, ten different reasons that you could also have eyebrow hair loss as well. Now, I would say one of the most important um, is autoimmune disease. Uh, so remember, if you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune disease, you are at a, you know, huge increased risk of developing another autoimmune disease. And there are autoimmune diseases which cause hair loss. Okay, so that's that's number one. Then there's genetic issues which you may, may or may not have control over. There can be local infections of the skin, although people tend to you know, know, notice that if it's there. Um, hypersensitivity reactions to topical ointments, especially makeups, lotion, gels, creams, eyebrow stencils, all sorts of stuff. Your body can react negatively to those things that you're sticking on the skin, especially if they have a lot of chemicals and things in them. Um, stress can do it as well. So I see, I see this happen a lot is that women, they get stressed because their, you know, their aesthetics are changing. They're either losing their eyebrow hair or the hair on their head. And then they start to freak out and that makes it even worse. And then it's just this violent sort of cycle that continues. Um, Calorie uh, deficiency or protein deficiency can cause it as well. Too much certain, too much of certain vitamins such as vitamin A, prescription medications, and then you know acne, rosacea, and so on. So just realize that there are other causes of eyebrow hair loss, and don't get what I call thyroid tunnel vision, which means you think that everything that is wrong with you is related to your thyroid. Now, it could be that it's contributing, but it may not be the only um, or primary cause. So that's pretty much it, guys. Um, hopefully, you found this helpful. I just want to say that there are things that you can definitely do uh, to grow your eyebrows back if you fit into that category. Um, if you have any questions or your experience, please share it below. Uh, anything that we can, you know, more data that we can aggregate together to help other people goes a long way to helping those people because these are issues that, you know, they may not have, they may not be getting answers to from their conventional doctor. So if you have any questions, leave them below. Otherwise, I'll see you guys in the next one.